Hello, and welcome to this ACE Oncocast series on relapsed small cell lung cancer, understanding the biology and treatment challenges. I'm Dr. Natasha Lale, a medical oncologist from the Princess Margaret Cancer Center in Toronto, Canada. I'm delighted to be joined today by two leading lung cancer experts, Dr. Charles Rudin from the Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Center in the New York in the, in the United States, and Dr. Federico Capuzzo from the National Cancer Institute, Regina Elena in Rome, Italy. Welcome both of you and thanks so much for joining. In today's ACE Oncocast, we will discuss the promises and challenges in developing personalized therapy for small cell lung cancer. In contrast with non-small cell lung cancer, where molecular testing and targeted therapy is now standard of care, there are as yet no targeted treatments for small cell lung cancer. Federico, what, which targeted strategies do you think are the most promising going forward? Well, Natasha, I think this is a really, really uh, difficult question because in the past, uh, many agents uh, were uh, tested uh, against uh, small cell lung cancer, even uh, against specific uh, targets. But so far, all trials were completely negative. You already at the beginning mentioned one of the trials you did at the beginning of your career. So probably very difficult to define who is the, who is the target. The, the real problem, in my opinion, is that we need to try to understand, first of all, if uh, a real driver exists in this disease or not, because uh, uh, we don't have any uh, small cell lung cancer model uh, showing that uh, a specific driver is present in this disease, like an EGFR mutation in no small cell lung cancer, for giving you an example. So uh, this is the real difficulties for developing target therapies against this disease. I, I, I really think that immunotherapy and uh, potentiation of immunotherapy could, uh, with different agents with new combination, for example, even combination with PARP inhibitors, there are some data in combination with PARP inhibitors, uh, could provide uh, some uh, advantage uh, for uh, patients and uh, could be probably the best strategy. Honestly, I don't believe uh, at the present, based on what we have, uh, uh, the data available today, I don't believe that uh, we can define uh, a group of patients uh, a numerically high uh, uh, the group of patients that could benefit from a specific uh, target therapies. But of course, uh, this is, we need more investigations. And uh, this is why I think we need to collect more tissue from the patients because uh, we need really to understand better also the biology of this very aggressive disease. Thank you. And, you know, it's been interesting to watch, you know, sort of, sort of target by target strategies and then you know VEGF inhibition and there have been some interesting studies from Asia looking at drugs like amlotinib whether it's with chemo or checkpoint inhibitors so it's just been interesting to sort of see the parallels of development in non-small cell and small cell um, you know and, and hopefully we, we will have even more successful results but we'll have to see. <laughs> uh, Charlie uh, what about uh, your team are there other strategies for example immunotherapy combinations that you're interested in I know that you, you've really pioneered a lot of work with Schlafen 11 what, uh, what's your team doing these days? Yeah, I, I agree with uh, Federico's comments, certainly, that, that we need to better define uh, targets here. And, and uh, we've been looking at a, at a number of them. I do think that this is where the subsets may actually have impact, because some of these biomarkers are targets that are subset 
defining. Um, for example, DLL3 is a direct transcriptional target of ASCL1. So we think that the the uh, small cell A subtype that expresses high levels of ASCL1 will express high levels of DLL3, which of course is a target of great interest. I, I think with the antibody drug conjugates, we're learning about some of the targets that may be of relevance for small cell lung cancer, DLL3 being one, says 6 being another one, uh, and uh, B7H3 being a third one, where, where I think uh, uh, the data is really suggesting that there may be benefit for targeting these cell surface determinants in subsets of patients with small cell lung cancer. You mentioned PARP inhibitors earlier, and I think um, that represents a, a one field of real interest in small cell lung cancer, which is trying to define DNA damage response pathway deficiencies that might be targetable in small cell lung cancer. The drivers of small cell lung cancer are, are really loss of function, TP53 and RB1 loss, but those losses of key cell cycle regulators makes these tumors very susceptible to any disruption in other cell cycle checkpoint uh, mediators. So one area of real interest, and I, I would credit Lauren Byers for really opening up this field at MD Anderson, has been trying to define DNA damage response pathways that can be targeted in small cell lung cancer, both as a direct uh, cytotoxic uh, strategy and as an immunostimulatory strategy. And, and we're excited about those possibilities as well. Some of these do follow the subset uh, defining transcription factors. For example, uh, data from, from uh, MD Anderson does point to uh, PARP inhibitor sensitivity, particularly in the POW2F3 uh, subset. Uh, that hasn't been explored clinically, but I think is a really interesting lead uh, that we could carry forward uh, in clinical testing. Thank you so much. Thank you both. This has been a great update. Any final thoughts from both of you about, about what we can expect in the future? Honestly, what I hope is that the screening programs will allow to reduce the risk of developing this disease, particularly smoking cessation, that is, of course, the most important procedure, but also the screening programs ongoing. Fortunately, now we have a screening program even in Italy, I hope that will allow to perform to obtain uh, at least in lung cancer in general, not specifically in uh, small cell lung cancer, uh, early diagnosis of the disease, uh, increasing curability. This is what, first of all, I hope. Uh, of course, I hope that we, that we can uh, have also a change in, uh, even in oncology mentality, uh, leading uh, to a systematical collection of all clinical data and uh, biological samples. This is extremely important for generating new idea and for understanding really what is happening in our patients, because I think that we need uh, to uh, we need uh, many, many additional information for improving, of course, the our performance 
performance on the patients. And of course, we need more effective agents. And I, I, I think that the research is, uh, is, uh, is uh, producing uh, very, very exciting new data. Several new agents are coming. Uh, antibody drug conjugates, as uh, Charles mentioned at the different times, are extremely exciting. And I really hope that in the next future, we can finally observe an improvement in the outcome and survival of the patients. Charles, you get the last word. <laughs> All right, so I, I guess I would, well, I, I agree entirely with, with what you've both said. I, I think, um, I guess I would comment that this is actually a really exciting and, and hopeful time for patients with small cell lung cancer. For a long time, there were very few clinical trials going on, and those clinical trials that were going on were, frankly, a little bit not that exciting. And, and I think the, the great thing that we're seeing now is there's a lot of new targets in small cell lung cancer, a lot of exciting biology that's been defined. And this is really now translating into clinical trials. And so I think uh, now we have more clinical trials and more targets than we can actually uh, incorporate into the clinic. So I think that's an exciting development for, for patients. And it really indicates to us that, that there's now uh, a drive toward progress in this disease that hasn't really translated, frankly, as much as we would all love it to. But I think the, the future looks bright because some of these targets are going to play out uh, as winners. And, and it's hard to predict which ones will. But I think the more shots on goal we take, the more likely we are to score. Thank you so much. You know, I'm reminded my mentor, Dr. Francis Shepard, whom, whom you both know, who also did a lot of initial small cell lung cancer trials, uh, said to me that she was once referred to as Michelangelo because she just kept chiseling away and she would never give up. And so I want to thank both of you. Charlie and Federico, thank you so much for this valuable discussion. And thanks to everyone for listening.